This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities. SNN Network and Maj Dunn are not licensed brokers, broker-dealers, market makers, investment bankers, investment advisors, analysts, or underwriters. We do not recommend any companies discussed. We may buy and sell securities in any company mentioned and may profit in the event those securities rise in value. We recommend you consult with a professional investment advisor, broker, or legal counsel before purchasing or selling any securities referenced in this podcast. Welcome to Avoiding the Crowd podcast with Maj Sway Dunn. This is a brand new podcast brought to you by SNN Network. I will be your producer, Robert Kraft, and our host for this show is Maj Sway Dunn. Maj, take a bow. Give us a clap. Give us a what up. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing this, Bobby. It's real exciting to be here with you and helping uh, investors understand why, uh, why we think Investing in microcaps is that's great. It's, there's opportunity in that space. So that is for damn sure. the opportunity. Oh yeah, that is for damn sure. So let's let's give a. I'm going to give an outline to everybody of where we're going with this first episode. So today you're going to hear a little bit of background about Maj. Um, we're then going to be talking about very quickly his investing style and thesis, um, and then really we want to tell you why we're doing this. You know why avoiding the crowd? Why why this name? And then uh, and then we're going to give you a little you know. Little, little treat. We're gonna give you a little, a little sample of what you can expect every single week on this show. So, all right, Maj, let's, let's give the people a, a little bit of background. You know, how, how'd you get to where you're at today? Thanks, Bobby. Well, first, I, I, I co-founded Geo Investing in 2007. It's a, it's a website uh, and newsletter that uh, provides information to our membership base, premium membership base, on what we call Tier One microcap and nanocap companies, and we, we, we um. We publish articles on stock stock picks that we're looking at, um, also educational material, and that helps um, we we our members become better investors and understand our process. Um, at least that's our opinion. <laughs> and but uh, we've been going strong now since 2007, so I think what we're doing is working actually. So, but I got started investing relatively early. Um, my dad gave me a book uh, when I was I think it must have been 17, 18. Uh, 19, I don't remember the exact date, but it was one up on Wall Street, Peter Lynch, and um, really fell in love with the book. And ever since then, I've became really interested in becoming an investor and making that my career. Uh, I went And I went through college with that in mind also and was investing heavily in college, doing a lot of research, wasn't really getting a lot of what I want out of college. So I did a lot of work outside the classroom to develop my process. And um, in 1994, in 92, I graduated from college and Worked at Vanguard and for a couple of years, mutual fund company. And obviously for a stock picker, you don't want to be working at Vanguard all your life. And, um, and it's index funds too. And, you know, passive investing. So I eventually left to do my own thing. And um, that's really, you know, the early part of my history. I mean, I'm, definitely, I'm a full-time investor. Um, I love doing it. And especially investing in nano camps, in minor caps. And as I've, my career has progressed, I'm investing in smaller and smaller companies as I move along and um, really loving the journey. So what would you say is your, your investing style and, and thesis? You know, what, what, can, what do people expect when they go and subscribe to geo-investing or should expect when they come on here that, you know, the, the types of companies or things you're going to be talking about from, from an investing thesis standpoint? Sure, sure. Well, real, real, within geo, you get a, what you get with geo, you get 
uh, engage with us every day through a morning email. Um, what, what kind of stocks are coming through our pipeline? Um, you know, not just what we like, but also on the risk protection stocks that we think are actually over-exaggerating who they are, their claims. Um, but, you know, we, and then we culminate it in a weekly email every Sunday that kind of wraps all that reach together, as well as maybe bring some new stuff that we didn't talk about during the week that wasn't important and timely, but it's, it's building to be that way, maybe. Um, we have model portfolios um, in, into our different buckets of strategies, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, we're, we're just very active uh, with our membership base um, on a daily basis. And um, we, we bring our members to our, to our due diligence process very, very early in our process, from the minute we, we find a stock. Um, so it's pretty intense. Regarding our strategy, we're not honed into one type of strategy. You know, we, we have different, several different buckets, which I've talked about in the past before. And, um, you know, we have our core strategy, which is really more of a longer term of a strategy building, maybe 80 to 90% of our portfolio around that strategy um, of your traditional stuff, whether it's contrarian or garb or momentum. There's just, there's, there's different parts of our core. And these are stocks that, you know, have clean capital structures uh, that meet what we, what we look for, what we call a tier one quality company in, this, in my kind of space, which we'll talk about later. Or we can talk about now, actually. So I have the information here. But then outside that, <laughs> you like that, Bobby, right? Outside, outside that, we, we, we have strategies around that kind of, that core theme. We're trying to make short-term, because you know what, I am a full-time investor and I had, you know, had to develop strategies in the short-term, still based on fundamental investing um, to, to get some short-term um, you know, income. And sometimes those shorter term type of are uh, outside the core um, strategy or uh, stocks become core eventually. Like a turnaround might be a short term type of, you know, cattle cement going on. And that way we're, we're playing an inflection point of turnaround. Well, we might have this is going really well. We're going to keep it for several more years now because we, we, have, we have comments on what's going on. So at any point in time, these, these stocks move in and out of buckets, depending on where they are and how, how things are evolving. Um, if we look at a tier one company, kind of how we define that, I'll just give a few bullet points on how we, what we like, what we look for. We're looking for strong management teams, um, either that we decided through an interview process that they're strong or they, they've proven in a history, in their history, that they have a strong, um, um, strong skills to run the company and turn around companies and maintain growth. Um, really focus on companies that management teams that are focused on the business, not the stock price. You know, focus on your company growing the business and eventually your stock price will come along. Um, you know, that we, we, we want them to have revenue. We're not really looking at development stage companies. Um, uh, we're looking at companies that are at or near profitability. Um, or if they're not there, that have a, you know, if you've seen a turnaround, you don't always get that, have a clear path to getting there. Because sometimes looking at companies that are making money or losing money, you can get some good price, um, some, some good entry points in that if your three or four year forecast or, you know, is, is, is really good. Um, that, that price might be really cheap compared to what you think they're going to be in three, four years. So it's, you know, it's nothing, nothing's edged in stone and it has to, you know, uh, that's, there's no perfect world of investing. You're right. Um, we're looking for high probability turnaround stories uh, that's mis that are misunderstood by wall street or in the infancy, uh, maybe in that fifth, sixth inning, um, because we can, um, investors still might be really ignoring those stories still. So we can get some good opportunity to get some good prices there too. We'd like to have high insider ownership, skin in the game, um, manageable debt burden, 
or if there, if, or if there is a big debt burden, there's a clear way of restructuring it uh, to uh, make it um, work in a way that you're not destroying the equity, maybe selling assets and selling non-core businesses. Um, uh, ability to grow without excessive equity raises is really important to us. We're really stick with micro capital structure. And we don't like to look at stocks with a lot of shares outstanding. I mean, we're looking for stocks under 50 million really, but to be honest, most of the stocks I own are probably under 10 million outstanding share accounts, maybe you know, that 10 to 20 million, um, even less. And then we're really investing a lot of nano caps, not necessarily micro caps, but we all use that word um, you know, globally here. So that's really what we, um, the, what we define as tier one micro caps. So you know, we, we're not, we, we, I think what's cool about gene investing is we, 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 we kind of cater to a lot of different strategies. We're not just honing on one strategy. We believe that you know, we're about scenario analysis. And that's how when I, when I was getting involved in, in investing, becoming a full-time investor, you know, we all look over this one, like one path, right? But then when I learned, you know, there's just different paths. And too many times, investors get focused on what's the best strategy as opposed to learning from scenario analysis. You learn really that, okay, well, here's a scenario I never ran into, but it worked really well. Now this, you start, you start creating this mental bucket of all these different strategies that can work, you know, at certain times. It's the same. And it's really, I think it's really important to stop concentrating on what's a cookie cutter way of approach to making money in the stock market or finding stocks or understanding scenarios that should play out over time and loosely putting them in buckets, right? But always wanting to learn because when you're doing that, you know, you're, you're, you're finding new scenarios that maybe no one else has found yet or has exploited as well um, and or is, is, is ignored until not ignored, right? Um, so it just, I like to look at it that way. You, 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 you're going to become an investor by learning and by experiencing these scenarios. I couldn't agree more. I think that's why we, uh, we teamed up for this little endeavor. That's yeah. for sure. Um, so I should say, Bobby, so we do, we do all, you know, there was a period of time where we were very heavily shorting Chinese, U.S. listed Chinese companies and, and pump and dumps. We exposed 22 pump and dumps and I think 12 or 13 Chinese frauds. And, you know, we still offer that portfolio protection type of, that what we call portfolio protection, to our members, but we're not actively out there like we used to be shorting and stuff. So, but it's right. still a big part of what we offer to our membership base. Gotcha. All right. So now let's give the people a little bit what they want, you know, what, why, why that we, we decided to, to put this whole podcast together, avoiding the crowd, you know, from my perspective, you know, for those who are subscribers to Planet Microcap, you know, that we talk strategy on there, you know, we're, you never hear me ask the question, of uh, give me your latest stock pick. That's just not my vibe. That's not how I, I, I run that show, you know, but I, I, I've definitely heard the comments and, and definitely heard, you know, the, the, the desire to like, Hey, Bob, like, what do they think about this idea or that idea? And, you know, while I would never personally ask that on the show, I thought, you know, I think it would be great to have a show that's really digging a little bit deeper into some ideas and, and helping with idea generation and really giving some good background and perspective on it. And while that's not my expertise, I wanted to work with somebody who I know is not only a friend, but has been doing it very well for a long time, you know, and, uh, and that was much, you know, I, I've interviewed him now, I think four or five times on the podcast and <laughs> he's always uh, been a guest on many panels. And, um, you know, I think he, he goes after, um, and the way in which he looks at the market is really interesting and fascinating. You know, uh, 
whether he makes money ultimately on it or not, you know, hey, that's uh, that's um, hopefully, you know, that's up to Mars to we'll see you, right? I mean, <laughs> but uh, but at the end of the day, Mars, why why did we call it avoiding the crowd? You know, what was what was our reasoning there? Well, I, I just think that it is, and part of the reason we're doing this podcast is, and we as we're talking about it, I'm just I'm just I get real passionate, angry, angry about how the financial media and you know, the so-called financial experts and the billion, you know, the billionaire, you know, hedge funds, and they're like, oh, you don't invest in layer caps, you know, because all the negative stereotypes we're all aware of, you know, fraud and uninvestable and, you know, crypto, you know, pot, all development stage crooks. And that's not the case. And it just really upsets me that, you know, a lot of these people who who have said that and probably never even invested in the space or have done it unsuccessfully. So it kind of hits, you know, I get pretty angry about it. And I thought this would be a great way to start letting people understand, hey, you know, there is opportunity here. And like in any universe you're playing in, whether it's big cap Enron or whatever, I mean, there's going to be fraud. You just got to do good homework. And you, you need to take that ignorance and those stereotypes and use them to your advantage. Who cares what they think? Who cares if they think that we're, we're here buying beers or whatever? I don't really care. You know, just it's BS. And I think that, um, you know, we're in this land of ETFs, blow, blow to big caps. These don't make sense. You got, and there's this wonderful kind of, great opportunity for retail investors to take maybe their a little bit of money and put it in like this little this small part in this in, in, in metal cap strategy, market cap strategy, in addition to their big cap strategy and get a lot of alpha out of it because you just understand it. And you know, and even if even if it's a situation where people aren't going to adopt a strategy, at least they understand that hey, this space is out there and it's not as murky as it is. And they respect it. And there's um it's it's a great opportunity just to to, to learn. Um, and what's really good about it too is even if you are going to ultimately be a, a large cap investor and that's what you want to be, dealing with these smaller companies allows you to interact with management teams, be able to hone your process where you want to start interviewing companies outside that kind of space. So that's really a lot of it, you know, it's, it's, and that's, I think, you know, the whole thing about layer caps is it's un, unloved. So that unlovedness, that, that the ignorance, the avoiding, you know, avoid, um, they will, the, um, the desire for some of these others to avoid this space makes it awesome for us to be able to hunt. And it's just, I think it was, a, you came up, you came up with a name, I think it was a good name because it's actually what we are doing. Well, you you want to play where there's less competition. It just makes sense. Not only, it's also, it kind of works also because like, you know, I know you and many other of our colleagues out there that are, uh, you know, I hate bottom feeders or but really looking for, for, undiscovered names and by undiscovered these are names that don't necessarily have institutional ownership you know that was one of the thoughts i had when i was thinking of the name for for this because you know that's once once the more more, once a company has you know one two four institutional ownership uh, uh, holders um and uh and the stock is still under 300 million in market cap you know it's still it's it's still it's starting to get kind of found you know this really, this is really all about finding those kind of hidden gems and and the ones that um, are just so off the beaten path. You know, not not necessarily eclectic stories by any means, but even simple to understand stories that just might be hidden somewhere on OTC. <laughs> well, yeah, OTC is a great underground there. And what's funny is the stats support. I mean, there's all the stereotypes and yeah. the financial media telling you you can't invest in these stocks or too illiquid. Well, you know, we're not. Most of us aren't playing with a billion dollars. They're not a liquid for most, you know, of, of us, individual investors. So it's, hey, it's, 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 
there. I have a billion in Monopoly money, so I take it. <laughs> yeah, what you just said. One day you will use that problem. And, and I and I use it and I use it for all my fake portfolios. So I <laughs> I really think you need to take that back. But the work. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah, sorry. But the stats support. So you know, I know you know. John Shaughnessy, you know, in his uh, What Works on Wall Street uh, book, you know, he outlines you know, how much of an advantage you get from investing in smaller, you know, capitalized companies. I think he did a, um, a study from like 2000, you know, 20, I'm sorry, 1927 to 2016. And you had, um, you know, uh, the, the, the smallest, you know, capitalized companies, you know, returned, um, you know, 17.45% compound return versus the larger cap at 9.21. And so the beauty of it as the individual investor um, has the ability more so than a larger, you know, investor or, you know, a large cap fund or just people with a ton of money to, to really, you know, make that work for them and have a really good impact on their wealth. You know, a pair of capital did a similar study in, you know, 1926, um, 2014. Yep. And it was a, a small cap versus large cap kind of thing of 16.7 versus uh, 12.2%. So the, and, Everybody can talk about stereotypes and these wonderful, you know, they bring up stories of Fry, Raya blockchain and things like that. But the facts tell you the true story, you know, and I, and I'm proof. I've, I've lived it. I mean, I've done this for, you know, you know, three decades basically, and it, it's worked and, um, and it's still working today. And there was, and there was a little bit of a pause uh, since 2008, but the, the, the space picked up again to a point where I haven't seen uh, for such a long time since pre 2008. And that's a great topic for another podcast, Bobby, about why that's going on. But, you know, that, let's, look, let's look at the facts, not, not the jargon, not, not, not the sensational, you know, hey, you know, avoid my cast, you know, because it's stereotypes. Just look at the facts and at least, you know, give it a chance and study the space. And the reason that we lose money in the stock market, whether in any market, is with ignorance. We just did bad research. You know, you did bad research, you got fooled by a magic team, maybe. And that's our own fault. And, um, I like that. I like, Hey, just, just give us a chance. Give us a chance, man. That's all we want. You're dumb and dumber. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just give, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, real quick. Um, because I want to close out this first episode with a very, very, let's give people a little sample of what they can expect each week. You know, what you're going to be doing, uh, what you're going to be going over. So um, take it away. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. So you know, look, I think, you know, we, we have a variety of, you know, content, whether it's research, like elevator pitch, the stocks, we, we're not, we just started doing video pitches, we get 20 minute, 20 minute virtual pitches for our members with a PowerPoint presentation. We write long articles, shorter articles uh, to, to um, basically justify why we're buying a stock. Um, we let our members know when we're selling stock or why we're selling it, how aggressive we are in a position, for example. Um, we, uh, we, we do a lot of educational content, especially in our weekly email, our weekly wrap-up email, which wraps up everything going on in geo-investing during the week. We usually um, start that with an introduction. Uh, usually it's either purely educational about a particular topic, whether it's total Russell Mark, why we, why we look at TAM, what that really means, maybe why smaller TAM is better than bigger TAM. Um, you know, why investing is hard and things you can do to improve it to maybe we're having just a new stock pitch in that weekly email as we're talking about a lesson. We like to go, we like to talk about a lesson a lot of times. And then while we're talking about a lesson, bring in, bring in a stock pick that we're looking at 
to kind of help bring that point across. And we just did that this last week, actually. There was a company we talked to. I've been following, and I think the offline for a, for a while, actually. And I, I can't disclose it today because I haven't published the article for our members totally yet. And we'll be doing that soon. But to give you an example, the title of the weekly email was Invest Decisions Are Often Unavoidable um, Despite Imperfect Information. So this means, you know, you might be, you might, you're never going to have perfect information when you're looking at a stock. You got to do your best to try and build a thesis sometimes with imperfect information. And we talked about that in this weekly email, how I've been looking at a stock since, um, you know, maybe a year now. And we actually brought it into the funnel to our members a year ago and disclosed that we bought all the stock. We interviewed management. But what we found out after that first interview is that I didn't get everything I needed out of that interview to understand the business. So I've been playing this cat and mouse game you know, for a long time, trying to get my follow-up interview and I haven't done a great job at doing that. I haven't been able to secure it. So I'm getting to a point where I had to do, you know, dig a lot deeper in the research, you know, um, my own to start understanding it a little more. And it's going to get to a point where I'm, not, I'm making a bet based on maybe not an ideal situation, but it's forced me to do a lot more research to kind of get there. And so uh, we'll be going into this, 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 this idea with multi-bagger potential, we think, you know, stocks selling around two, three bucks, we think it's probably worth like multiples of it over time. But I would have liked to understand a little bit more about some of the recurring revenue part of this business versus non-recurring part of the business, some of the competition, their market share. Because um, I believe this particular idea, they can get a monopoly position in a, in a very small part of the market, which, but it's still worth something. And having a position in that very small TAM, total personal market, uh, will give them access to a much larger market they haven't been able to get access to. And then maybe make some acquisition for you. But, I, but in order to get to that decision, making, to really firm it like 100% or close as I could to it, I needed one more interview with management to understand some of the dynamics going on in the industry. But I'm on, I'm, so I'm going to make the bet without doing that if, I, if it doesn't get there. But that just talks, it just basically, that's why investing can be hard to some degree is that, you know, you, you always have this uncertainty and it can affect your comps level. Um, but it's, it's part of reality. And that's, so we do a lot of that too. And, you know, we're not looking for, this isn't about, Hey, pump and dump stock picks. You know, we just, we just don't want that. This isn't about day trading really. Um, a lot of day traders come to our site because they want to basically, um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting down day trading and I'll send out what we are. And we're, we're a solution for day traders and swing traders that want to add a longer term kind of portfolio type of strategy to their, to their core, whatever it might be. And we have a lot of day traders who are part of geo that see value in that, you know, um, but you know, we're just looking for really a long-term, not only a long a long-term subscriber. Those who understand that we're investing long-term, you know, we, you know, and we want you to make a long-term commitment to us too. And that's the best way to get value in us. And, you know, and I think that's why we've been around for several, you know, maybe since 2000, what, seven now. So, um, <laughs> and, and that's, and that, you know, there was a time where we were actually more speculative, you know, you know, you, 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 you start a website, like, let's just get as many picks out there as we can and make, you know, but then it became like, you know, the, we'd like to, the quality investor has got a subscriber for us has gotten better as our quality has improved over time. Yeah. You and also really not tier yeah. one space. You also wanted to have a higher batting average. I mean, let's be real. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you get a—I mean, you get a higher batting average by taking by investing in these tier one companies uh, with a. Um, well, I think a when I say longer term view, I mean look, understand the company long term, yeah. where it's going long term, right? 
So you might invest in a company with, hey, yeah, you feel so confident they're going to grow for the next five, 10 years. Doesn't mean you might not sell it in a year or two. And then the, the stock price can get ahead of itself. A lot of things can happen, right? But it just means at least willing to have that kind of conviction, you know, will, will actually help you make better short-term positions too, by the way. You know, and um, you'll find some of these interesting short-term opportunities because of your understanding of a business long-term. Um, and, um, and you'll also understand, hey, I understand the long-term business, but I only think it's going to work for, you know, this particular inflection point or catalyst. So you understand that too. So you don't get caught holding a bag past a short-term catalyst. That's really important too. So as you can think long-term, doesn't mean you become this long-term, you know, perennial investor, you know, you, you have the option to do short-term stuff too. Absolutely. All right. I think that's a great way to end this first episode. I'm going to just let everybody know, don't worry. You're not going to see, be seeing me all the time. You know, this is just for the first one. We're getting, getting our feet wet, you know, and trying to, and, and launching this thing. And, uh, and bear with Maj as he deals with his excitement. When he gets excited, he pounds the table. So, uh, <laughs> count today? yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. By episode 50, you know, I, I think that's when the, he's going to break that habit, but we'll see. Um, I want to let everybody know that you'll be able to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get podcasts. So that's Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. I love Spotify personally, but hey, everybody, hey, everybody has their own, teach their own, right? And uh, you also be able to uh, find the website for it, which is avoidingthecrowd.podbean.com. And uh, you'll also be able to find this podcast on snn.network as well as our YouTube channel, which is SNN uh, uh, Network YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash SNN Wire. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bobby K. Craft. That's B-O-B-B-Y-K-K-R-A-F-T. And uh, we'll be sharing links to the episode from there. And uh, Maj, where can people go and follow you and to uh, find out more information? Hey, you can go to you know, geoinvesting.com um, to, to learn more about what we do. Uh, you, you know, we have a seven-day free trial that we offer. Um, and, uh, that, and that, and and during that, you can always talk to me at any time you want to learn more about what we're doing. And I, I always have Skype and zoom calls to potential members. And once you remember, we all have it. There's no limit. It's unlimited. How much you want to talk to us. It doesn't matter. Unlimited. You can call me on the phone. We do, um, never told me that my numbers two, six, seven, two, four, six, three, two, six, three, email me at Maj at Geo investing. Um, this, this is my life. I love it. So it doesn't, I just, I love talking stocks and I want to add, um, Bobby, that even though, you know, geoinvesting.com is a premium site, there will be times where I will share an idea um, through, as part of a learning process, even through this podcast too. So that, that, that will happen from time to time. Absolutely. Well, uh, and Maj, what's your Twitter account? Where can people go and follow you? Uh, yeah. So at uh, Maj Geoinvesting and Geoinvesting has an account too, which is at Geoinvesting. Perfect. All right. Well, dude, this was a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this endeavor. And uh, I do hope everybody subscribes, enjoys it. And uh, yeah, give us some feedback. We're always looking to improve. And um, Maj, let's get after it, dude. What do you think? Right in, Bob. Thanks a lot, Bobby. All right. Thank you. Good job. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities. SNN Network and Maj Don are not licensed brokers, broker-dealers, market makers, investment bankers, investment advisors, analysts, or underwriters. We do not recommend any companies discussed. We may buy and sell securities in any company mentioned and may profit in the event those securities rise in value. We recommend you consult with a professional investment advisor, broker, or legal counsel before purchasing or selling any securities referenced in this podcast. 